Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, NFL show on the Loro Antonio Sports Talk podcast. I'm your host, Loro Antonio. Today on our show, we're going to talk about uh, the NFL, and let's talk about your reaction first. So let's start off with your reaction on the Robert Quinn trade to the Cowboys. So what does this mean for the Cowboys? It means a lot of things. I mean, obviously, uh, the nature of how the NFL works you can never have too many quality pass rushers. I, I feel that the most successful teams in the past, well, as far as I can remember, had a consistent or success or constant successful pass rush. So that being said, Robert Quinn, uh, he hasn't had a season like he did a couple of years ago when he was an all pro and for the Rams and basically just dismantled and destroyed QBs, but he's still consistent and a veteran presence. And, for the Cowboys, Randy Gregory, you know, got a feel for the guy. I mean, he's got a lot of demons he battles with, but unfortunately he just can't uh, escape them and always has a relapse. So he's got the suspension. So, boom, there goes six sacks, six, seven sacks from last year. Then you got Demarcus Lawrence, uh, who's basically him and his agent are using uh, examples of recent deals handed out to guys like Donald and Khalil Mack. And then this past year in free agency, uh, Trey Flowers getting a mega deal from the Lions. So, I mean, those negotiations are still ongoing. And Demarcus Lawrence is putting off his uh, surgery for his shoulder, I think it is, um, until he gets the contract signed. And that recovery time is three to four months. So there's your two top pass rushers that are essentially not – going to be playing practicing when training camp starts because Lawrence might be holding out. So bringing in Robert Quinn, I think it's amazing. And I think getting him for a sixth round pick is even better. So I Dallas doesn't make big splashes in free agency like all the other teams do, but they have the quiet signings, the ones that don't stand out so much, the one, two year deals to guys who are great, but might have, checkered injured history or something but end up doing well for us so i i like the the quinn signing a lot i think it's gonna be a very very key factor moving forward for the cowboys and their defense and i can ask the reverse question here what do you think of the jordan howard signing to the eagles uh the funny thing about the eagles is uh anytime dallas does something it seems like philly has to try to not copy us, but they always do something right after just to just to try to I don't want to say stick it to us or try to show that hey they're still here. Uh, the I I love Jordan Howard as a player. I thought the Bears didn't use him right the last couple of years. Like his rookie year and the year after was fine. Like the Bears did everything right by him, but the the this past year or even the one before that, the Bears kind of didn't even though they have a decent O line didn't use Howard correctly and. I the, the signing by the Eagles to Jordan Howard, it, it makes me think of when they poached DeMarco Murray from us, a player just like that. I mean, obviously Howard doesn't have didn't have Murray's injury history, but I I need to see how it works before I actually feel that oh, this was a, a great I mean, obviously it it's a great value move for them. The the Eagles get Howard for, for like they had to give away nothing practically, so and they need a running game because the last time the Eagles were successful and they won the Super Bowl, they had a running game. They had a ground game. This past year, once Ajay got hurt 
their their offense was very stagnant. They shuffled through running backs. So, you know, kudos. I don't like them, but kudos to them. They got a a proven runner. Can they use him right? Uh, it remains to be seen. But uh, as far as it goes, it, it was a good move by them. Yeah, absolutely. So now I want to get your take is for my Patriots is what do you think about Rob Gronkowski retiring? <laughs> well, the funny thing about, you know, Gronk retiring is his own agent says never say never. But I, I feel like this has just been coming for a while now. I mean, Gronk has nothing left to prove. I mean, the only thing the only thing that keeps me from calling him the best tight end of all time is just his injury history. If he was always on the field, I'd, I'd say he's the greatest tight end of all time in a heartbeat. But I got to give the, the edge to, like, Tony Gonzalez just because Gonzalez had that durability. But that being said, talent-wise and in short spurts of production and showing what he could do on the field, blocking, receiving, taking over games, Gronk, Gronk is amazing. I, I, I've always enjoyed watching him play. He's exciting, electric. I mean, when teams put little defensive backs on him, which I don't know why they would, but they still choose to do it, and he just destroyed them. It was fun to watch. Um, so, I mean, I, I, think it's an, I think it's opportune that it happened this offseason as opposed to other ones because this is a very stacked uh, draft in terms of tight end talent. So, you know, maybe that factored in the Gronk's decision. Maybe him potentially going into the film, the movie industry or – I don't know. I've heard rumors that he might even do WWE stuff because uh, he's made presence there. I mean, the man, the man, the man's done, done it, done hit, earned his keep, shown why he's the one of the best tight ends we've ever seen. Uh, it, it's a big blow for the Patriots, but then again, the Patriots have shown that they can win without him. So it's not like it's the end all for New England. Yeah, I mean, it's not the end or something. So now that being said here is, uh, let me get your take. Let's go to the Rams now. So what was your take on the Rams signing Clay Matthews and Eric Weddle? And what was your take on on the uh, – and what was your take on the Chargers signing Thomas Davis and uh, Tyrod Taylor? So here's the question of the day. Do you think the Rams are – do you think the Rams are going to return to the Super Bowl for a second year in a row? And do you think uh, – do you think the Chargers will overtake the Chiefs in the uh, AFC West? Well, I mean, to be completely honest, um, I mean, what's done is done, so you can't go against it. But the Rams did get a, a fortunate break at the end of that playoff game. Uh, I, be, I've i been on the end of that before with the Cowboys with the Dez catch rule. Um you get you get screwed by something like that, and then a year or two later, the league changes the rule. Obviously, with something like that and how impactful it was, they changed it literally this offseason, the challenging a non-PI call. Um, it's, it's, it's still going to have issues, but, I mean, the Rams have talent. So, I mean, it's not, it's not like to say the Rams didn't deserve to be in this rule because they had the talent and they had the they, – they won enough games. They, they, they showed during the regular season that they were good enough. Um, I, I honestly think everything hinges on Jared Goff because when Goff, when Goff is at his best, which we've seen a few spurts of it, he could be really good. But like against the Patriots last year in the Super Bowl, when they got there, like people were expecting that game to be in the, in the high twenties, thirties for both teams scoring because the Patriots defense, while Belichick is a mastermind, wasn't 
incredible or anything. I mean, it, it had holes if you expose them correctly. But like the Jared Goff, I think that was one of the, the worst uh, QB performances I've seen. Like I remember there was a play where Brandon Cooks was wide open in the end zone in the Super Bowl, and and Goff just waited and waited, and then when he finally threw it to Cooks, uh, Devin McCourtney was able to race over and Cooks was at the back end of the end zone against the line and he got pushed out. Like all Goff had to do was just throw it when the play started and it's an easy seven. So, I mean, I think that Goff's development in clutch situations against adequate adjustments by, by defensive coach minded coaches and defensive coordinators is going to tell what happens that and Todd Gurley's uh, health. I mean, there's a lot of questions about that. Everyone, no one knows exactly how it was. I mean, he had a decent game. He had a really good game against Dallas um, in the playoffs, which, yeah, happened. But um, then against the Saints, he – I mean, him and C.J. Anderson both got kind of stuffed. And then against the Patriots, there was really no run game except maybe one or two plays. But I think they both got called back by penalties. So, yeah, that, that Rams team will live or die by those two guys. I mean, getting Cooper Cup back will be a huge addition because Cup – I mean, slot receivers are – Slot receivers and tight ends are the bread and butter of moving chains in this kind of league, in, t- in today's league. So I, I, I think that's a factor. And, yeah, they got Clay Matthews um, and Weddle. Uh, Matthews made, made a lot of sense because, you know, he went to school there, US, USC. So, I mean, it's like a homecoming, and I think he can be a great role player um, depending on how they use him. And Weddle – Weddle's still serviceable, and they got him, they got him for a decent deal. So, uh, I like that. And then, as far as the Chargers go, the Chargers will always be a threat to the Chiefs as long as Philip Rivers is playing, because Rivers has that gutsy, gritty mentality. Um, I did like the Thomas Davis move because that defense has some talent, but it needs veteran leadership. Like it's a younger it's a younger defense, so bringing him in. Is, is, a, is a huge help. Um, you know, the, the Chargers got a steal in the draft last year with Derwin James. Like, I did not think he was going to fall that far. Uh, he's going to be a, basically an Ed Reed. Uh, not Troy Paul Miles so much, but more Ed Reed, like ball hawk. Like, he's always going to be around the ball, so that's great. Um, I think the biggest problem for the Chargers is how they played their defense last year. Um, they, 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 they love sticking to that zone defense, and – against the Patriots with like shifty receivers like Edelman and whatnot, you can exploit the zone easily and the Chargers didn't adjust. So that's why they got smoked that game. Um, so I, I think the Chargers, what they need to do is um, shore up on the defense and the draft um, D line, you know, linebacker secondary, like address each area and also just know how to use their talent. I mean, they, there's players there. I mean, Hunter Henry coming back, he'll, He'll be a great tight end, great red zone weapon. Um, Philly Riv, I mean, that dude is <laughs> – he's hes basically, like I will always tell people, the top quarterback to not win a Super Bowl that I w- would want to have one aside from Tony Romo when Romo was still playing. So, I mean, Rivers, as long as he's there and as long as uh, Melvin Gordon stays healthy and Gordon's had knee issues in the past, Keenan Allen – also had injury issues in the past. I mean, the pieces are there. The Chargers they seem to stay healthy and focus on shoring up that defense so they don't get creamed in the playoffs by a team who has better coaching. Yeah, absolutely. 
So now that being said, um, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, our final NFL thoughts of the day. Is that I think the NFC East is going to come down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, it that, that that's that that makes a hundred percent sense. I mean, the Giants. I, <laughs> I won't shed a tear for them, but the Giants, I, I believe, are going to waste away Saquon Barkley's prime years with their decision making. I mean, you know, um, they, they they traded away Beckham, which I'm, I won't complain about because even though Dallas had occasionally been able to shut him down, he's such an elite talent. Um, <laughs> you know, it's fine by me that he goes. Um, they still believe in Eli, <laughs> and they've even I don't know if they're actually going to follow through with this but they've said they do not like Dwayne Haskins and like drafting a QB that early in the draft and I'm like okay um <laughs> you can uh you guys can still feel confident in Eli I mean the guy is I, I don't know what to say about Eli he's just he's durable that's that's about the, the best consistent factor about him he, I don't think he's ever been hurt or anything he he just he's like um He's just like a, a piece of rubber. You could you could bend him, crush him up, and everything from, from all the hits he takes, and yet he still just bounces right back up. So the uh, Giants are rebuilding. They they got a lot of draft picks. Um, they'll probably have flashes and spurts this upcoming year, but I don't see them doing anything. And then the Redskins, they've um, actually got a, a solid front seven in place on defense. Their secondary is a little suspect. Um. Their running game should be better with uh, Darius Geis back next year, plus Adrian Peterson, I think, is going back to them. So, I mean, they they have that, but they don't have any consistent receiving weapons on offense. I mean, Jordan Reed is there, but the guy is always hurt or he's, you know, not on the field all the time. Uh, Vernon Davis, same thing. I mean, he's a bit of a shell of himself. So, not to mention the, the, the whole QB issue. I mean, Alex Smith – even when Alex Smith was healthy, he was just a game manager for them. Um, he he only did threw the ball a couple of times a game. Colt McCoy, great backup, but not a starter. And they brought Case Keenum in. <laughs> Keenum proved to us last this past season that in Minnesota it helps it helped having the talent around him. I mean, he made some amazing plays in Minnesota, but when you have the best receiving duo at the time in Thielen and Diggs, it, it's pretty easy. Uh, he went down to Denver and did a little bit of good stuff, but not really what he was being worth, like in terms of being paid. And yeah, it's going to come down to us and Philly. It's it's going to be a, a slugfest between us and uh, the Eagles. And I think aside from the Packers bears rivalry, we're going to have uh, another epic season of rivalry with Philadelphia, which makes makes the sport better and more entertaining. I mean, I the Eagles, uh, I feel people. Some people disagree with me on this, but I think Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Nick Foles. But the Eagles played better when Nick Foles was under cute was was under center. They just gelled better. They 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 actually on defense they performed better. Like it, it's it was a weird thing. Like the chemistry was there. So I don't know. I mean, one of my friends laughed and told me the only thing Car- Carson Wentz does is throws it to Zach Ertz all the time. But Car- Carson Wentz can make throws. I, I just don't think he was a hundred percent recovered from his injury. I don't think he his rhythm was in sync. So 
if Wentz comes back to form like he did the year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl before he got hurt, then anything can happen, and we might be looking at the Eagles being division champs again. But for now, I'd still choose Dallas over them just because Dallas, I think, is a more complete team. That defense is very young and rock solid. Dallas's receivers should be better. Um, they have the better matchup against the Eagles' terrible secondary. And as far as we know, I mean, they did get Jordan Howard, but they still don't have a consistent running game yet. Anything can happen. Anything can change. And the Eagles, if they have the talent to do it, I just, I just don't trust them just yet. Yep. So now that being said here, uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some baseball stuff next.